and you need to just rise up and say, I don't care what my friends think about it because none of them can do for me what he has done for me. I've got to shout. Welcome to Concepts for Living. This service is coming to you from the Chapel of the Anointing. We invite you to stay tuned for a life-changing word. Hi, and welcome to Concepts for Living. We're delighted to bring you the message from this particular telecast. As you will listen, you're going to be blessed and inspired to appreciate the power of noise. Now, there is a man by the name of Garrett Kaiser who has spent time exploring the influence of noise upon human society. Friends, stay tuned. My theme for this particular message, it's time to make some noise. Some people don't like that. They want it nice and quiet and sedity. But I want you to know that the church is not a mausoleum. Neither is it a morgue. It's time to make some noise. We're too quiet. We make noise everywhere else. But we don't make noise in the place that really makes a difference. <clears throat> it's time to make some noise. There's a man by the name of Reginald Wallace. And I'm declaring this quote in the beginning of this message so it will set the stage in your spirit. I'm quoting him. Remember, the triumphant Christian does not fight for victory. He celebrates a victory already won. Close quote. Whatever you need of a battle to be fought on your behalf is already won. Whatever doors that you have desired to open, they're already open. Many are at this stage in their life when they have developed the ability to be quiet. Perhaps when you were coming along as a youngster, you were constantly told, be quiet. And yet, 
when a new birth takes place. The very first thing that medical science looks for is some noise. And if it doesn't come out naturally, you get a few. But they want to hear something. Because, you're here, because the sound that comes from you is indicative of the life that's in you. But we have developed this business of being sophisticated and quiet until we go to the games. Until we go to the party. Until we, you know, get into an environment when we kind of lose ourselves. But I know somebody who has done more for us than any other sportsman, than any other entertainer, than any other leader. I know somebody that is worthy of us making some. So the Bible, numerous times, enjoins upon God's people to make some noise. I believe it was Psalm 98 that declared, shout for joy to the Lord. There's another Psalm, 132, verse 9. It says, let all the saints shout. Some of the saints ain't shouted in a long time. Let all the saints shout for joy. And then Isaiah comes along with his prophetic voice and he declares in chapter 12, verse 6, cry out and shout, thou inhabitants of Zion. If there's no other place in the world where noise is made, it ought to be in Zion. Clap your hands, oh you. Shout unto the Lord with the voice of triumph. Shout unto the Lord with the voice of triumph. Are you being blessed? Well, as always, we have three points for this message. One, the victory. Two, the vanquish. Three, the valor. Stay tuned. You're going to be blessed through this word. The devil came and took everything, took your carrot out. Messed up your gifts and abilities. Took your health. Severed you. Put you out on an island by the sun. But God said, I'm coming. And when I get there, I'll take care of business for you so I can testify they're mine. 
they're mine. Gilead's mine. Manasseh's mine. Ephraim's mine. Judah's mine. Devil, take your hands off them. Devil, let them go. Let them go. Let them go. And when you feel, I heard the song this morning. I said, oh, there we go. There we go again. I, I, I hear the chains falling. I said, I hear the chains falling. See, you all don't understand the Holy Ghost. He's got this church all wrapped up to the extent that as hard as you may try to hold it down, it's going to be free. It's going to be free. And people are going to get free. And God's going to loose around here. And God's going to show himself strong around here. I wish I had some shouters. When the Philistines, when the Philistines came to Ziglag and David was not there, the Bible says that the Philistines burned the city and took captive the inhabitants. Well, uh, David shows up and when he sees it burning, he's all upset. And not only is he upset, those that were with him that were upset. Now watch this now. I don't, you may not say amen on this. But then the Bible says when they all were crying and weeping because their, 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 their families were taken, they wasn't dead. Did you know that? Say they wasn't dead. A lot of folk that's not where they're supposed to be are not dead. A lot of folk that the enemy took out of the city are not dead. <laughs> they're still alive, but they're just not here. But Ziglag's burning. And when Ziglag was burning, the Bible says, and those that were with him said to him, we feel like killing you. Because if you'd have been, if we would, if we'd never left, but you took us on that campaign. And, we, and you know, and they just getting all on David's case. And the Bible said that they would have stoned David. Isn't that amazing? God gave him the city of Ziklag. They had no city. He brought them into the city, gave them everything they had. Now they want to kill him. See how quiet it's getting now? Good. You know what it is? It's that when the enemy sees blessings on your life, blessings in your city, blessings in your business, blessings in your relationship, he can't stand it. So what he does is he brings disruptions in your house. Those things that begin to happen, don't you know it's because the enemy doesn't want you to be at peace with one another. Oh, Holy Ghost, help me here. So, so you, you have to understand, Ziglag is burning. The people are judging. And guess what? David is now sitting he encourages himself in the Lord. First Samuel chapter 30, check it for yourself. And guess what? He said, God, what do you want me to do, God? Oh, that's all he's waiting on. A call from you. What do you want me to do, God? He said, shall I pursue? And God said, go and pursue. And by the way, pursue. Watch this. I'm telling this to somebody. Maybe this is prophetic. This is a prophetic moment. That out of obedience... You will get back 
all. Pursue. Watch this. And without fail, you shall recover all. Everything the devil took from you, the years that the canker worm has eaten, the palmer worm and caterpillar, he said, I'll even give you back those years. And though you're old woman and old man, I'll make you look young again. The Bible tells me, and David pursued and David recovered all. Look at somebody and say to that person, look at them and say this, aren't you ready to get it all back? Aren't you ready? Upstairs. I can't even see y'all, y'all. But I know somebody up there. Aren't you ready to get it all back? Aren't you tired? of just marching around your walls? Is there anybody in here that wants the walls to topple? Do you want the walls to come down? Is there anybody in here that's not going to spend their time watching a burning city? You're going after the enemy and you're going to recover all. I decree it. I'm stopping right here. I'm just going to ask you one question. Is that so far worthy of a shout? the word. Now, are you prepared to make some noise? You can shout your way into victory. You can shout your walls down. You can shout a whole new move of God 
taking place in your life. So until next time, we shall come to you with more concepts for living. May God bless you and yours. Thank you for viewing Concepts for Living. If you would like a CD, DVD, or download the entire message, go to our website, www.fcogchapel.org. We would like to hear from you. Please send an email for prayer or send a praise report on how God is blessing you through this program. We invite you to join us again for another Concepts for Living.